There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome in to the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to questions from the audience for December 13th, 2021. Action Jackson, tell me what the good word is. Tell me it now. Tell me it now, boy. Oh, I guess the word is unseasonable warmth coming around these parts. Shave strokes? No, I didn't get out there this weekend. Yeah, I see we have a high on Wednesday of 70. Yeah, probably. High tomorrow of 63, high Thursday of 66. Iggy just wearing it. <laughs> yeah, it's getting shellacked. I mean, we're not even in the 30s for highs yet. No, I know. Like, all the way up till next Wednesday. It is kind of a pain in the ass because like at 5 in the morning, it's like 30 degrees right. and then it gets to 60. At the, so you come in a winter coat and leave in shorts, you know? That kind of sucks. But, I mean. Yeah, the trade-off's worth it. It's 100%. Uh, yeah, but for Christmas purposes, uh, the white Christmas, I think, is, uh, at least at this moment, looking incredibly unlikely. If you've not done your Christmas shopping yet, by the way, easy, easy, easy. Two different places you can go, InsideSTLShop.com for Jackson's merch. What do you got? The stocking cap? Yeah. The Run TMA sweatshirt? Hoodie. The and, 707 uh, in St. Louis hoodie? Yep. T-shirt as well. We got plenty of uh, caps, some ball caps still available for you, some older t-shirts just come on and and be the talk of the of the hearth this be uh, the talk of the hearth is what the man said inside yeah. stlshop.com is where you can get it for the tma fan in your life or just for yourself yeah. i mean the stuff's uh, really sharp we partner with stl style on it it's inside stlshop.com jackson ships it right away so there will be no waiting we are not stuck in a cargo in the what is that port suez canal no not suez canal though certainly we could be there but it's in uh, southern california is it Long Beach or something like that, I think, is the, okay. the, yeah, the I port think... that's blocked up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also Sound Story. Jackson and I, uh, we have an abbreviated QFDA today because we have a Sound Story. We have two. What, at 11, 11.45? Mm-hmm. Back to back. If you're interested. But even if you're like, okay, I can't get in before Christmas, fine. Um, just get the gift certificate. Go to mysoundstory.com. You can email me at tmckernan at insidestl.com. Same uh, as you can do for QFTA. Any questions, comments, or whatever, tmckernan at insidestl.com. We are in the homeloanexpert.com studios. Ryan Kelly, if you're looking to buy a home or refinance, go to the homeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly is the studio sponsor of the Tim McKernan Show podcast, title sponsor of the radio show for years upon years upon years, and I have done business with him a bunch here in the last year and a half. I'm talking about refinancing and pre-approved two different times, two different locations. It's Ryan Kelly, the homeloanexpert.com. Couldn't make the process any easier. The best, right now, you can get a cash-out refi with home values super high and interest rates super low. Make sure you're doing business with the homeloanexpert.com. James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is online at carltoninsurance.net, 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net. My wife was asking me yesterday, said, I don't know if I can find our insurance cards. And I said, well, at 9 a.m. tomorrow, you can call 314-961-4800, and you will talk to somebody live right there in James Carlton's office, and you will be on the right track to get our insurance cards taken care of right away. That's the difference there. 
Customer service, they're the best. That's why we switched. 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton, State Farm. Action Jackson, can you tell me about Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies? Truly the best in the business. Hey, I call with Mark Hanna this upcoming week. Just checking in. We're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about uh, financial future. That's what Mark Hanna loves to do. He loves to help people and educate them on what the best plan is for them. He learns about you. That's the most important thing. Because you can, there's any financial guy to give you cookie cutter plans that will work. That's not what Mark Hanna does. He learns about you, learns about your goals, and from there he'll educate you on what the best plan is for you. And that's what I love so much about Mark Hanna, on top of him being such a great guy. Just really, truly a fantastic guy and a great guy to talk to. And uh, I love talking with Mark Hanna. I really look forward to talking with him this week. So if you don't have a plan, that's a bad plan, but a good plan is calling Mark Hanna, getting yourself straightened out. He'll take care of you. He's the best. And if you already have someone, I suggest making the switch because Mark really is that good. There it is. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. All right, Jackson, I'm going to give you a Sadie Hawkins. Nice. I got Mizzou. This has become a lot of Mizzou football questions, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. Mizzou football questions. um, Radio questions slash requests. uh, Tinder. Mm. and a follow-up to my missed MFF in Las Vegas, which is how last week's podcast concluded. There you go. Those are your choices. You get to play Sadie Hawkins. Wow. This is great. Yeah, no, it's exciting for this me. Is a really, this, is a, this is a nice little number. Because no, yeah, I might have presented you with, what, four <laughs> options, but no, there's a good chance that this will be the only question read, yeah. considering we are on a 25-minute to 30-minute clock today. Yeah. Well, I think the quicker one we can get done is the Tinder one, so I'll go with that. And then if we can get past another one, I'd like to hear the radio question. That sounds right. interesting. There we go. Hey, Tim and Jackson, in regards to the discussion about paying for dating apps, I'd like to share my experience with them. As a recently divorced 41-year-old, I went on Tinder looking for fun, and I'd match up with a lovely lady, but one of the first questions I was asked was why I wasn't paying for the app. As it turned out, uh, the Tinder was actually being used as a real dating app for some, and if you weren't paying for it, some of the more professional, serious users would just bypass you. So I signed up for a couple of months, and there was a difference in the types of people I was communicating with. I'd never gotten to the number exchange portion before I signed on because of all the bat shittery conversations I was having, but once I signed up, I exchanged numbers with about a dozen women, and we had a good exchange, including multiple meetups. From my experience, if you pay for the app, you get rid of all the whack jobs, you find normal people, including the woman I met there nine months ago, and we've gotten to a point where we're planning on moving in together soon. Thanks, boys. Oh, that's awesome. That comes from Eric Jablonski. Really awesome. Is that your experience as well? Well, I've never paid for it. Look at uh, you. I think I just I think the age difference there is a, is an important part because there's probably way you more 23, people. Twenty three, he forty one. Yeah, there's way more people my age probably on there. And that's not a. I'm not condemning people who are on there who are older than that. God bless you if you are. But, uh, you know, I've never... I've Would it never... be weird if we were competing for the same woman? <laughs> Taking, let's let's assume I'm a single man, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wouldn't that be weird? I think it's weird. Yeah, it'd be probably pretty weird, but it depends on the age of the girl, I guess. Like, if we were like both... Like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, I have a sister who's 31. Uh-huh. And to me, that's like, that would be weird. Yeah, yeah. Much less going into the 20s. yeah. Yeah, it'd be, it would. I believe it would there's be a odd. mathematical formula to give you where you are, where your cutoff is. Yeah, it's like what half your age plus plus some plus six or something. I think I that know. might be it. Yeah. So my number is oh, 28. I get, but that wouldn't be uh, that wouldn't be out of the realm. No. I know girls my age who are with guys in their mid 30s. 
for sure. Yeah. But uh, it it would be different. Different. I I might. I might entertain the option of, of for like two months paying for it and see if I get that see same experience. See what's doing. Why not? How much you know, is it? It's probably like uh, ten bucks a month. Probably oh, that's worth it. You'd have to think. All right, I'll consider it. All right, I might, Jackson's I going might in. do that Thank and you, Bumble. I just didn't know that you saw a different per like different types of people if you pay for it. I so just, does it say on the app whether the person's a paying customer or something like that? I didn't think that, that that was the case, but to be fair, I've never paid for it. Right, my so maybe you wouldn't my see. yeah, exactly. My impression is that you pay for it and you all you automatically get to see who's liked you and then from there you can pick out from there instead of going through the swiping function so it's interesting maybe a little research might get as discussed on the radio presentation there is a cutoff for a lot of women what like a filter you can do a height filter on bumble yes on bumble yes bumble you can enter and and listen i have no problem with it because I get it. Yeah. But if the if the cutoff is either six foot or five ten, well, I'm doomed. <laughs> I mean, I'm doomed. But but the same, I'm not like, hold on a second, I'm short and beautiful. People can't control what they're attracted to. Certainly. It doesn't make one is is this a term? Shortest? Heightest? Heightest. Whatever it is. Is heightest a term? Height supremacy. Height supremacy. Height supremacy? Yeah. Height supremacist? Yeah. It, I, I I can't help what I'm attracted to for whatever reason. Blue slash green eyes in women is like my thing. Mm. It doesn't mean I would not hire a human being who has brown eyes or I would treat somebody differently if they have brown eyes. But as far as what I'm attracted to, that tends to be what I'm attracted to in a woman. Yeah, that's just bio, that's bio uh, chemistry. Biochemistry. So I, this like, and and for women, especially in a position where they can kind of call their shots, more often than not, they're going to be attracted to taller men. That's just the way that it works. Yeah. I can't do anything about it yeah. as far as my height goes, but I'm also not angry about it because there's nothing I can do about it. And I also understand, like, how can I get mad at somebody for being attracted to who they're attracted to? No. I just, so, but it's a thing. Yeah. And I feel like it's, I don't know. I, I, th- I think I have that... no problem with that whole game. My point being, you, I would imagine, would get way more interest than I would. And I have no idea whose appearance is considered better. I th- I mean, I think I am. Yeah. Of course. 100%. Yeah. But, but, but from a height standpoint, I'm cut off. I'm cut off. For some, some, I think for the majority though, at least for the good looking, usually because they can call their shots and they can kind of like a, like, it's like a wealthy guy. The wealthy guy might not be good looking, uh-huh. but he can kind of call his shots. Yeah. And so even though his appearance is grotesque in reference to who he's standing there next to or who he's pursuing, he can kind of call his shots with a really good looking girl goes, yeah, I mean, I don't need to settle for a guy who's five, seven, mm-hmm. you know? So that's it. And by the way, I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah. I just don't. But I, it's, it's now I'm, I feel like I can speak to it because I happen to be the quote-unquote persecuted party in this particular mm-hmm. scenario. If I were talking about other situations, I couldn't speak to it and get away with it. Yeah, but I can get away with it here, and I just—and I'm not saying like short guys are raging about this. I guess what the, the joke is is what that if a guy puts five ten, he's really oh. five eight. If a guy <laughs> puts six foot, he's really five ten. Is that the deal? Probably, but I think I think a lot of females would say. That, oh, yeah, they got to be over this height. But in reality, I, I think when push comes to shove, it's less of a factor. I think they say I think it's for more the of a filter factor. process, though. Okay, yeah, just like face but if value. If you're meeting somebody and then the person has the proper charisma, we'll call it. Sure. Then, uh, then you can pay, perhaps break through 
that wall. Yeah, that's what I think. I but think just in general, I'm just like if I were on, and I just, I mean, I, I've told Anna Maria that if anything ever happens, I said, <laughs> here's the deal, I'm gonna be like banging bartenders like once a couple every couple months or something like that. Yeah, and it'll be fine for me. They'll probably be bored out of their minds and be really disappointed, and you know. I have zero interest in pursuing a relationship ever again, mm-hmm. which is kind of good, yeah. actually. Yeah. I mean, you would you certainly hope that's the case. <laughs> yes, since this is our our uh, our cone of uh, transparency in here. Yeah, I just I, I but I mean that's exactly what I've told my wife. You know, she go, oh, you'd be fucking twenty five year olds like within you know within a week, and uh-huh. I go, ah, I don't think so. It'd be a whole thing. <laughs> it's no, too it, much. It is money. a whole thing. I'll I'm tell just you. not. I have. I don't know. We were talking about this yet with Jameson somehow slept in because he didn't go to bed till midnight mm. uh, to 9.45. So we actually had time alone yesterday. Very nice. Which is all we had for nine years. And now if we get a half hour of it and we had time alone to talk and I don't know what the hell we were talking about, but I'm just like, isn't it I mean, like, yeah, I guess maybe like whatever the thing where we used to go out and drink, which we did together, certainly. And just how I have zero interest in doing that. Not because I don't want to drink, but just like the whole thing of like chasing around and doing the whole thing. It just, I'm glad I did it because I did it, but because I did it, I'm not sitting there going, man, I kind of really miss it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You had like your- if I would have had my, I, my son at 25 or even 30 for me, and I'm not saying 30 is young or old to have a child uh-huh. in St. Louis, it's probably on the older side of the median Sure. in New York. It's, it would be super young. But in St. Louis, I think it's on the older side of the media. Not old, but on the older side. But I wasn't ready then. And so it's a case-by-case basis. You strike me as super mature for 23. I was super immature for 23. Mm. So you could be 30 and be totally ready to go. But I wasn't, man. I wasn't even close. But now, you don't know what you're missing as far as being a parent until you're there. Which is why I never want to talk about it with people unless I'm asked. Yeah. Because... Even if I can give the most beautiful, vivid description of what it's like, it won't resonate with you. Yeah, it's just not where you are. You have to unlock that. Feeling. You do. You do. And it, and 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 if and when that happens for you, I can't wait to watch you experience. It's like what I said actually last week. Um, I don't know if we'd recorded the podcast. I'm on like three and a half hours of sleep as I told you before we mm. recorded this. This could be really fucking random. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't seen the cat in like an. Oh yeah, we were recording the podcast when he walked past. Yes, and. I hadn't seen him in probably 16 months. Now, we've talked on the phone and texted a million times, but I hadn't seen him. And then we were in here, and we were bullshitting me, you, Cam, Rocchio, and the cat. Mm -hmm. And then the cat and I, just the two of us, walked outside to the the parking lot, and we were bullshitting. Um, And uh, and it was just great because he goes, you know, he's like, how's Anna Marie? And I go, good, doing less than two months. He goes, God, that's so good. I said, man, you were the one, and he was. I remember I had to pick up something over at his house and he and Aaron were there with their son, who's now, I think, 13, if I'm not mistaken, be 14 in April. Uh, and he's like, man, you got to get one of these. And he was pointing <laughs> to his son. Yeah. And in 2011, I was just like, nah, <laughs> 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 I'm not really feeling that. But now, I mean, it's exactly, I'm like, yeah. And he used to always talk about how I'm one of the cools, uh-huh. you know, going out and all that. I'm like, whether I, I don't think I was then uh-huh. sure as hell I'm not now. And I have zero interest in being it. It's the greatest thing in the world, but I think it's the greatest thing in the world. This is the important disclaimer on it. It's the greatest thing in the world because I got to do all that I got to do in my twenties and thirties. Yeah, It's a shame that I wasn't 
where I think you are at 23, which is more emotionally mature, uh-huh. certainly than I was at 23. Mm. So yeah. that to me is so important on the kid thing. And I would imagine most people don't necessarily have kids when they are ready. Yeah, exactly. That's the, the key you know word I mean? there is ready. Yeah. Like, like, okay, I've done what I've wanted to do in my younger, you know, mid twenties into your thir- in early thirties. Now I'm ready to start a family and get that going. I think that is uh, sometimes what's missed out on right in St. Louis where, or just anywhere. It can sure. be anywhere, but it's, I think that's important. And then you never, but then, yeah, and there's upside too to being an earlier parent because then you have your kids are out of the sure. house earlier. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm sitting here, I'm going, I'm doing the math. You can't help but do the math. 100%. When Joe Buck was in here and talking about, because I think he had his twins at 49 or 50. Mm-hmm. Marcus Allen, when he was in here, uh, just easily the most smooth interviewer. I mean, he just was like, who's the greatest uh, shot blocking artist in the NBA right now since you're Johnny NBA? Uh, Probably Giannis or Rudy okay. Gobert. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just Giannis, just smoothly swatting away every attempt I have, just like <laughs> slow motion, just like smiling at me as he swats the questions away. And I, I don't know how old he was. I guess he was 59 when I interviewed him, and he had like a two-year-old. Uh-huh. I'm like, do you ever think? He goes, no. Like he knew where I was going? Yeah. And he's like, I don't let my mind go there. I don't even, you know. Yeah. That's again, healthy. Okay. That's really healthy. Yeah, because what can you do about it? Yeah, but, exactly. You know, it's, it is, it is a, a realistic thing. So that, yeah, that's the cost, mm-hmm. certainly the cost, but I wouldn't have been, you know, not to say I'm a great father, but it, I would not have been a good father at 25. Mm-hmm. I would not have been a good father at 30. Yeah. I'm not sure I would have been a great father at 35. That's going up there, mm-hmm. you know, but it got to a point where I'm just like, okay, man, I did it. I don't know how much more time I can spend in Las Vegas. I don't know how much more poker I can play. It's yeah. been great. I've loved being fucked up. But I did it. That's good because I didn't really do any of that shit in high school or college, or certainly not that much of it. I have arrested development. Yeah, so that's okay. what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and that's the key thing. So going back to dating apps, if I were to somehow be single, I would have. I just. I mean, I don't know. I'm very content being alone. Yeah, and uh, I, I enjoy myself some solitude too. Yeah, I'm, I'm an introvert. It takes me like I, I, I when I go out, it takes me a little bit to get there, but I I eventually, you know. I, that's what I, I always complain or, you know, don't want to do stuff. And then I end up doing it and having a really good time. That's kind of how I'm wired. But I would say I would definitely lean introvert and solitude sometimes, but it's always nice to get out there and enjoy yourself. Before we go to question number two and an upset that we're going to get to question number two. And I feel like we really did a nice job with question number one. Really broke it down. Yeah. And did it within what? Nine minutes, I yeah. think was the math. I mean, this is kind of a turning point for this podcast. Yeah. I'd like to tell the people about Munganass, stlouisacura.com, altontoyota.com. That's Jamie Burkhardt. That's Clayton Patterson. That's Munganass. Even if you didn't get your car from Munganass, you get your car serviced at Munganass. stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com is where I got my car. Iggy got his car. Jackson, uh, you still haven't done anything with them, but I know you will. I yeah, know you my will. pop is looking around oh, is that right? for a whip. Oh, he's got to do business with them. Oh, he knows. He knows. Uh, you know, Rocchio's got his car serviced there. Doug, if I haven't mentioned Doug. stlouisacura.com, altontoyota.com. Seth Goldcamp, Design Air Heating and Cooling, online at designairservice.com. Go to designairservice.com right now, and you'll see the Buy Now little uh, button right there in the top right-hand corner, and you can schedule an appointment with a technician quick, fast, in a hurry. I mean, with this weather all over the place, you might not necessarily know what's going on with uh, what you need for your home. But if you do have needs for your home, 
Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. That's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of the Tim McKernan Show and the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Right, where do you want to go with the next one? You wanted the radio stuff? Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good question. Got. Hello, Tim and Jackson. Hello. Yo. First, congratulations. I'm probably not your typical listener. I have zero connection to St. Louis other than my love for the Cardinals. A little over four years ago, I found TMA while looking for Cardinal content, saw the cat was on the show, and started podcasting. Suffice it to say, I got something different than I bargained for and have been a daily listener since. I have a lot of questions uh, about the move, but what I'm most interested in is TMA all day. As excited as I am for the curated older content, my first thought when I heard the announcement was, Finally, Iggy gets his music show. I love hearing him talk about music, regardless if my taste always aligns with his. It's clear he has a passion for it, and it's genuine. With Hubbard having, I assume, all the music licensing in place, it sounds to me like a slam dunk. I guess my question is, is there a possibility for TMA-adjacent content on the channel? I personally would love the aforementioned show, Straight to the Web, Swope's Picks, and whatever time Biff wants to purchase— I'm sure there are financial aspects I'm not thinking of, and perhaps you're unable to answer the question, but thanks for reading anyway. Thanks. That comes from the QAnon wino. Oh, jeez. QAnon wino. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with that all said, Jackson, you know what I love about that email more than anything? What do you think I love about that email more than anything? How well do you know me after a year? Uh, when he said there's probably some financial aspects. Where's the I'm bell? Not, I'm I want to run. just going to bang not, on the table. That I'm not thinking about. Yes. Yeah. I, even though it's, it might just be a little throwaway line, I appreciate when people acknowledge they don't know all the circumstances. Yes, I love when people say they might not know something. Yes. That is awesome. It's so healthy. Yes. Like pretending you know everything is like. Right. Or and then like coming at me when you know. <laughs> yeah. So God bless. And then therefore I want to give you a really good answer because of that line. Um, because when I first was reading it and then he started getting into, you know, some of the things I'm like, yeah, Hubbard isn't brokering time. You know, I mean, it's, it's a different business, but it's a different situation. So allow me to go through this. Um, Iggy has his music show. I mean, I suppose that's possible with, um, our station, but it is not something that has been talked about. And here's the thing. And I really do want to drive this home because even though, it would strike me one of the positives to signing with Hubbard. I thought, and I mean, for the most part, I think people get it. I can't let like 10 emails make me go, wow, people really think, but it should be really clear. I don't own Hubbard. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. if I did, I'd be Palm beach or Palm Springs or some Palm. Yeah. Um, you know, I do not, uh, I have zero just like now, but uh -huh. the, but it didn't, doesn't change. I haven't had any managerial power at KFNS in five years, but nonetheless, I know that there are some who still think, you know, um, I do. It should be clear, but maybe it isn't that I do not have managerial power at Hubbard. I am an employee yep. just like Jackson. Yep. Uh, just like Doug, just like Iggy. And, uh, that's the situation. Um, so with that said, I want to make sure I establish that. Although it's for, for the people who get it, they got to be like, wow, man, how many times are you going to fucking say it and get over it? But I keep getting asked like I yeah. am. Yeah. And, and that's why I we keep wouldn't saying, keep saying it. They want oh, to, I really, still coming in. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't keep saying, yeah, I, you know, I'm bald. You know, everybody's <laughs> like, oh, this motherfucker's bald. Oh, I'm short. No, this motherfucker's short. But for whatever reason on this thing, it's, I guess people just want to like have somebody that they feel like they can blame for things they don't like. Sure. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it's about because I know I've said it so many times, but either way. 
I just want to keep saying it. And now that it's a new situation, what to me would strike me as being, I mean, I mean John Kiowski is the market manager at Hubbard and has been, I believe, for 18 years. Tommy Mattern is the programming director um, of, I mean, they have five stations there in addition now to ours. 105.7, The Point, KC95, uh, I believe the oldest classic yeah. rock station in the world. Um, they have 101 ESPN, where Jackson and I will be doing balloon party from 10 to 11, uh, Monday through Friday, starting on January 4th, Tuesday, January 4th. Uh, they have 92.3 WIL Country, and they have 106.5 The Arch. They have, this is at another level. Yeah. Uh, you haven't even been, you, I mean, I've been a little more in there than you have. You're uh -huh. about to see some things that, I mean, as far as like just how many people are there and, the office yeah. and what's going on already. Well, you've seen some of the stuff with the digital and the Zooms, yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah. they're doing already. Yeah. It's just a different, it's a different level, which is good. You know, one of Mark Hanna's things is, I know he's ever told you this one. He's ever given you a unique ability. No, he hasn't. Ooh. He hasn't. I'm looking forward to getting it. Yeah, and then by that I mean, he said, you just need to focus on unique ability. And in your case, your unique ability is you talk and people are interested in hearing what you have to say. He goes, that's it, then just focus on that. You can cut very deep just doing that. Uh -huh. Well, over the last however many years, not the last, but from 2010 through 2017-ish, I was spread thin doing a bunch of shows because we had to do whatever we had to do to keep the stations alive mm -hmm. so we could keep the show going. And I'm just done with that man i am done with that and this absolutely cements that you know at least for the you know the, the duration of my contract i am done with that and have zero interest in going back to it uh, we can focus on tma we can focus on our podcast a big thing that i haven't spent a lot of time on is sound story um and what we are doing with that i mean that that's always said it's a business but i've been holding on as far as investing in the growth of that business um, until we made our decision, signed and announced what we were going to do. So I want to, I want to clarify that, um, up front and yeah, as far as brokering time, I'm glad, you know, you put the, you know, the disclaimer, I'm sure there's some financial aspect, but they just, they don't, they don't broker time. No. You know, you can't buy time on KC 95. Nope. Uh, so, you know, that just, just for clarification. Yeah. Um, but as far as putting on TMA affiliated programming that, that is our intellectual property, absolutely. That's, that's something that can go on and then potentially shows that would be outside of TMA. Yes. Um, but that is, that's going to have to be conversations between whoever is interested in doing it and the management there. Yeah. That is not, that's no. not for me. I do not as an individual or a company I manage have control of it. I am an employee, but I've been an employee at KFNS for five years and, yeah. and still get the, the bullshit. You know, oh, it's, 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 I don't want to call it bullshit because if anything, you want people to care. Yeah, no, you're right. I, so it comes with, it comes with the territory. The thing is, is, um, you know, I, I want, I want to, I, I make myself intentionally as accessible as possible. And yet Jay Randolph Jr. gets more questions about our situation than I do. And that's just something, something that's, you know, a little strange to me. Certainly. Uh, so that's why I, 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 I want people to email in and especially in this case, this gentleman saying, you know, Hey, I know that I don't know everything, but what can you tell me about it? So thank you. Yeah. Uh, Q and on wino. I'm going to go to the follow up to my missed M F F in Las Vegas, which is how we concluded last week's show. Listening to your near miss M F F story on last week's show. It got me thinking about motivation 
once you've achieved success in an area that you've been grinding at for a while, your stories seem to imply that while you've been fortunate enough to experience the less popular MFF, previously this would have been on a different level, the mountaintop, as you said. Had this unicorn scenario played out, what do you think this would have done to your overall MFF pursuit? Would it have left you chasing the high in perpetuity, thus putting you in a worse place long-term as you try to replicate it or even top it? Or would you have just shut it down at that point knowing you'll never really likely come close to it again? Uh, I can tell you uh, with certainty that it would have just only been, you know, a step in the in the pursuit that will be eternal. Yeah. yeah we never stop chasing the dream. Yeah. Yep. 100%. You never cash out. Never, ever cash out. You always try to get more. It's, uh, and w- when it comes to group sex, you got to be greedy. That's always been. Clip that off. That's your credo. <laughs> it's penny it's safe, the, penny it's earned. It's at the top of my resume. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Yeah. When it's group sex, you never, you can't settle because you never know what's going to happen. It's, it's a very spontaneous thing. You can't just say that I'm going to shut it down. But maybe when you shut it down, more opportunities present itself. It's kind of how it always feels sometimes. Like whenever you get into a relationship, that's when like the cute girl like comes to your side. There's something about it. I don't know what it is. Yeah, because you exude stability. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm telling you. I can can answer that one. Mm -hmm. For me, a few hours ago, this campaign came to an end. For all those whose cares have been our concern, the work goes on, the cause endures, the hope still lives, and the dream shall never die. Ted Kennedy, 1980. You just added that ad right there? <laughs> no, I called it up. Oh, but I knew that it... <laughs> I thought you asked. Yeah, you'd be like, wow, what the hell is going on Costas. here? <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember Costas doing a podcast talking about a missed MFF with a stripper in Las Vegas. It was one of his most downloaded ones. I, if he did that, I would <laughs> tuned in, so I would, play it, uh, I would play it out of my speaker in my car and let everyone hear it. Yeah, it's, uh, man, that, that email last week. If I wouldn't have asked you to tell your story, I wouldn't have recalled it. And yeah. then the guy who was producing for me at KFNS at the time, he was listening and he heard me tell the story and he goes, I remember you calling. <laughs> and he goes, I've never heard you happier. And then you came back to the, the studio after your vacation. And I go, how'd it go? And you said, don't want to talk about it. <sighs> Missed call. Nothing else to say. God. And I never knew what happened, but I, now he does 18 years later. Yep. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I'm glad I could uh, uh, yeah, pave the way. For me. Well, I'm a point guard. Yeah, you always have, and you got it in my hands. And Yeah, that did uh, absolutely did happen, um, and I do think all it would have done. I think, but here's the thing. Here's, what, here's where I go with it. Mm-hmm. Had it happened, it would have been so good that my significant other would have been like, we got to be doing this all the time. Yeah, shit. And then the pursuit. See what I'm saying? But two, uh, you know, more hands. Ah, now I'm back in a bad place. More hands make less work, too. So it probably would have been more available, especially because if the girl was really into it, then everybody I'd be... was really into it. Yeah. I might have been, I couldn't have been last, but I might not have been first as far as the interest level goes. Again, nobody interested in me. I always want to make that crystal yeah, yeah, clear. Yeah. Not that anybody's like, well, I'm sure they were like, had a chance to be with, you know, Denzel Washington. No, I mean, I understand where I am in the whole situation. I am always going to be the least desired party mm. at the group sex fest. I'm yeah. 100% aware of this. And in this one, you know, I understand where I was in the pecking order, and I'm fine with it. But, God, I really do wish I could, like, hold up. Oh, let me tell you something. Here's, here's what I'm going to do for you. Mm. Here's this is, this is a little pat on the ass. <laughs> hey, Jackson, you've been working with us for a year, uh-huh. and you got us to Hubbard. That's uh-huh. what you did. <laughs> That's interesting. 
interesting history there. <laughs> I would like to show you a picture of a girl I've had an MFF with. Yes. And you're going to, but now we have to do a sound story. So we yeah, got to wow. wrap it up. What a what bad a beat for you. What a cliffhanger. Yeah, now I'm getting better at teasing yeah. you're, and you're going to go, you got to be fucking kidding me. Uh, but again, not because of me. <laughs> I am the byproduct. I'm the package deal. Yeah. Uh, all right. Time for us to shut it down. Uh, thank you to all of our sponsors, Action Jackson, those of you sending in questions, Tim McKernan, InsideSTL.com. This has been another edition of Questions from the Audience on the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.